Oh no! Uh, last week we saw the GDP, the gross uh, domestic product of the U.S., fell 1.4 percent. The expected was the the U.S. was going to grow 1 percent. So uh, maybe there are some rumors now that we are in a recession now. So about that, let's start from, from the beginning, so we we can like deal with this. What is a recession? The definition of recession are two mainly. Uh, first one is recession is a macroeconomic term that refers to a significant decline in economic activity recognized as two consecutive quarters of economic decline reflected in GDP. What is GDP? You may be asking. Is the market value of all finished goods and uh, services in a specific time period. So the 1.4 decline was from the first quarter of uh, 2022. The other definition is from the National Bureau of Economic Research in the US that defines it as a significant decline in economic activity spread across all the economy lasting more than a few months visible in income, employment, production and even sales. Okay? So, are we in a recession or not? There are some indicators that say that they are saying that right now we are in a recession like for example the uh, there is like a thing called a uh, curve rates which is like uh, the different like uh, interest rates uh, uh, across the time so the two year curve which is should be like lower it's higher than the uh, 10 year curve so uh, from a month ago so from the start of uh April. So this has been correct since, uh, as a predictor, correct since 1955. So we also have uh, last week, uh, we saw the, um, uh, that big companies like Google, uh, Apple, and Amazon, uh, like signal uh, big worries about uh, some stuff that is that are happening right now, like high prices because of the end of COVID and the stimulus that the different uh, governments had to do because of the COVID-19 situation. War, which uh, tr uh, resulted in an increase of oil and a problem that Euro may have with wheat um in the in the near future supply chain issues with there, there are especially in the US when you have like companies that don't have like the the middleman trying to to do the job to to deliver some stuff inventory issues too you have uh, still the china lockdown when you have one of the biggest countries that uh, do exportations of uh, different materials especially for phones or for uh, different companies which is a, a kind of a lockdown right now and maybe we are also in something like it's very strange uh called stagflation but now uh, we, we we can talk about stagflation later on but now uh i know that you're probably uh, hearing this it says oh i'm i'm so scared uh what what should, what should we do? I know that it's scary, you know, but uh, not always a recession means that you're gonna lose everything. So let's start like um, digesting a little bit uh, this this recession stuff. Okay, uh, uh, since the 1940s in the U.S., we're gonna talk mainly of the U.S. because they are like the country that has like the most data available in terms of market research. Uh, there are, there has been 12 recessions. Uh, the longest one is, uh, last, um, 18 months, 
which is the 2008 financial crisis. And the shortest one uh, was the COVID-19 crisis, which lasted two months. Yes, two months. It's not like the, the crisis of COVID-19 lasted two months. We know that it lasted over two years. But the financial crisis lasted two months because the... Um, Federal Reserve printed a lot of money for like revive the the U.S. Uh, economy. So the average of these uh, recessions uh, are about ten months, but the 2008 crisis, we can, if if we can start like watching it, was provoked because of the housing bubble uh, in the U.S. where you know bank collapse, uh, people were on the streets. You have a financial crisis like without precedent all over the world. We have the dot com bubble, which was because of speculations about the internet with like web pages that like uh, didn't have uh, any uh, fundamentals behind. And then you have the 9-11 attacks, which also complicate stuff because the United States entered in a war. Normally, all the crises that uh, happen in the U.S. Uh, have passed uh, have have been these uh, factors, which I'm going to uh, say right now. Uh, rising on oil prices, rising of rates, which the Federal Reserve raised rates yesterday, uh, no, and on Wednesday, 0 0.5, and a spending shift uh, because of war, and also an increase on energy. So it's it's pretty similar to what we have now. It's, it's like, a, it, it kind of rings a bell. So, um, the question is why the GDP from the first quarter in the U.S. went down, and you can say there are some some uh, justifications to that, and we can start talking about it and speculate if maybe we're in a recession right now. Okay, so in the first quarter the GDP went down according to different sources because one inventory allocation. Uh, because of these supply chain issues, most of the companies kept more inventory that they wanted, especially for, for Christmas and the end of the year. So they have inventory and they didn't have the need to like buy more stuff. So that uh, especially uh, made a, a shrinking in the terms of the inventory purchases that the different companies have. You have a declining in exports, mainly because of... Uh, China and Russia, I, I, not even in exports, because I, I think globally you have a, a, a trade commerce that, that were like a little bit shrink, shrunk, and uh, mainly because the China lockdowns uh, and the Russian war, which, uh, you know, Netflix saw a significant decline in subscribers in the China lockdown, and uh, you have also... Um, um, uh, for example, Google that, that that saw that problem, all the companies that went away from uh, Russia, and the other thing that the, now we're seeing, for example, uh, one of the, the discretionary consumption, which is like Etsy, like like companies like Etsy, Amazon, which are companies that are built for uh, buying stuff for staying at home, are seeing a significantly decline in sales. So we can see that uh, this, the, now people are like focusing their spending in uh, staying away, uh, not in home because of the end of COVID, which makes sense, okay? So uh, if, if we're not in a recession, what is the problem? What is, what is the real evil? The real evil is called stagflation. 
okay? Stagflation means uh, in a in a easy concepts is a slowing growth, high employment, inflation, and higher rates. That is that ring a bell? Uh, maybe it's probably one. Of, it's similar to what we have right now. The last stagflation was on 1970s. Uh, and it was in the in the U.S. and the solution was to uh, increase the um, interest rates in a very aggressive way, forcing a recession, for then control the inflation. So, uh, as you can see, probably the the, the way out of uh, of this situation that we have is it will be a little bit of a, a trauma. So uh, let's let's keep talking about the different recessions and the impact that will have in your investment. From 1869, yeah, we have data from 1869 to 2018. There have been a 16 recession which has which have a positive return. The 2020 also have a positive return. During this time, the market went up uh, 9.8% and decline of the GDP was 3%. And you say, but why the economy and the market are so different? And um, the answer is that the economy uh, takes in consideration all the factors of a country or, a, or, or, or the world, while the financial markets only take in consideration companies that are making projects that are in, that are creating value. So the companies are different than the market. And I'm going to say why, uh, what is the major difference of this? Um, also, the correlation or the relation between the GDP and the stock market return is nearly zero. That's why as I told you, the economy uh, is so different than the market. So you you can, I mean, they are like uh, they are like similar in terms of one it, it gets affected by the other, but they are not like they live independence life. That 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 uh, that's the the proper definition. Uh, the stock market also tends to peak six months before the start of a recession. And if you see the different graphs for the S and P five hundred and the Nasdaq. Especially the peak was at the end of 2021. So if you if you make the the if you make the math, tick tac tick tac, June could be the next recession, which also is the same date. Then maybe we can know that we are in a in a technical recession because we have a decline on the GDP. So yeah, that's interesting. So if if you keep like uh if you're still like kind of uh uncertain or 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 not convinced about what to do um we we're going to talk about this so the sell off or uh, how the market corrects down after every recession in average it's 29.2%. So every time the market recovers and a uh, it recovers an average of 1.7%. The next year, it recovers 15.3%. So, what what is the um, the strategy here? Like keep investing, keep invested, try to what, what we call in finance by the dip, which is like when when the stock got some dip in prices, you have to start buying a bit by bit. And 40% after three years. So that's a, a insane amount of money. So 
the question that you're asking is, hey, but why should we invest before a recession? That's like the obvious question of the obvious, like uh, the obvious stuff to do. The thing is, like when you realize that you're in a recession, probably it's gonna be too late. Uh, and the um, the thing is, like the financial market, it's um, a predictor of a recession. But probably we're now in a recession, so I, it's like what what comes first, the the egg of the or, or the or the chicken. So that's the the issue. One, if if we can, if we don't know exactly if we're in a recession right now, there are some unorthodox uh, indicators that uh, predict this. For example, the skyscraper index, which say that the completion of the biggest skyscrapers, uh, the biggest skyscraper. Uh, caps the largest uh, the largest market booms so uh the last skyscraper built the biggest one was last year uh so yep we're probably in a recession right i don't know there are some other indicators like for example the sales of men underwear which is created by the former the former federal reserve uh, president alan greenspan which says that the in a normal business cycle um uh, underwear are uh, have stable sales so if the um, sales of uh, of men underwear goes down it says that uh, finance are tight pun intended and a recession is coming so now the sales are in the US are slightly down so uh, yeah that's a bit of a tricky situation and uh, for women another index is like uh, the lipstick sales uh, women buy more lipstick sales when the times are bad. Also, uh, alcohol cons- consumption also went up with, when you are in a recession. So uh, let's put this on. So, so to finish this up, let's put this on um, some uh, to 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 some context. So at the start of the year, the estimation of the GDP for the world was four point one. Uh, uh, for the time of recording, it's been cut down to 3.3 and probably it's going to go lower. The U.S. is probably in a recession. South America are probably in a recession, kind of, too, uh, not, not, uh, or, or, or stagflation. Europe is probably in a recession, too. Plus, we have a war. Uh, Asia uh, and South Korea, for example, has the highest inflation in 10 years. The U.K. also saw the the highest inflation in a lot of time. China has some issues with uh, Evergrande, real estate. They have uh, some troubles with the COVID situation. And we started with uh, a estimation of 2.2 inflation for the world at the start of the year. And now it's been up to 6 point something. So we're probably in a stagflation, right? So... The stagnation of the economy is when, as I told before, uh, when the growth isn't as high as it should be, of course. Uh, yesterday, uh, uh, we saw that in the U.S., the productivity, which is like a major indicator of economic growth, uh, it's uh, the, the reading was so bad. So it says that uh, practically in the first quarter, the productivity in the U.S. was almost negative. So, yeah, it, it, it's a complicated uh scenario but how do we solve this uh the solving of stagnation are two uh, opposing um like uh, measures the first one is to solve it with the stimulus 
but we were we, we are coming out of COVID, so we already put stimulus in the economy. So uh, and probably there, there are countries that don't have more money to put. For example, my country, Chile, it's a very complicated country to get out of uh, a stagnation. And um, the other one is with lower rates. But the Federal Reserve is uh, upping the rates for control inflation. And um, my country, Chile, also upping, uh, it's a... Uh, it put him increasing the rates. The UK is increasing the rates. Um, even Russia increased the rates for the, the the other day to control inflation. So you know that there is a problem, right? You have to stimulate the economy, but at the same time increase the rate, which slow down the economy. So you are in a sticky situation. What is the the hopes of this stuff? The first hope is that consumer is seventy percent of the economy. Okay, so um, if uh, if we see that, for example, all the retail sales that are like, uh, for example, the Amazons, etc., are like slowing down, the consumption should go to another part of the economy, which is like more difficult to measure, which is services. For example, we see in the U.S. that all vacations are booked because people are wasting. Uh, are going out for uh, for the first time in like three years, um, but the going out of this stagnation or recession is gonna be in a painful way. You know, it's not gonna be as traumatic as the two thousand eight, but it's gonna be painful. So there is a chance that if the inflation finds a peak, that is probably gonna be correlated with the war and the and the, the, the end of the war. Um, and the forecast for the U.S. is correct. We are already in the worst in the worst part of the recession, and there is only a positive outlook from now on. It's like the the half of the glass. I'm I'm, I'm looking at the bright side, at the silver lining of all this. So. Um, uh, we hope that the supply chain issues with the services are gonna get better, but the the tip here is like stay investing, keep investing, try to buy the dips. If you are more conservative, try to buy some stuff that is more conservative and um, uh, stop getting like don't try to do stuff that is too risky. Don't keep your money in cash if you have a big load of money, of course, because it's go you're gonna lose um, acquiring um, acquiring power uh, with that. Uh, volatility will be common the next week. The next weeks, for example, we saw uh, on Wednesday that the Nasdaq went up three percent, and yesterday went down five percent, which is not normal. And it's probably a sign of a bear market. Bear market means like a, a downside uh, market. But we, we, we have to keep talking about we, we don't have the enough data to see that. So uh, the recommendation is also stay employed. And uh, think these times, uh, if, if you are investing, as is everything is on sale. You're going to the Black Friday um uh, market, you're going to the mall on Black Friday, and all these stocks, the good stocks are on sale, like the Googles, the Microsoft, the Amazons, the Apples. So try to think about that, buy the dip, and uh, happy recession, I guess. <laughs>